Alright, so um, today is going to be improvised as well. I have um, well, the same guest of the previous episode. So, uh, how was your day? Good, not, not right. that bad. Alright, so, so uh, what are we going to talk about today? Let's talk mainly about uh, Aristotelian uh, tragedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, can I start? Sure. Okay. As far as I know, uh, Aristotle, Aristotle is, uh, is uh, influenced by Plato. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plato is the one who, uh, who made uh, comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the one who, who let's say, hinted, uh, gave a hint about uh, tragedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we can say a hint. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, gave uh, a hint about tragedy. So uh, Aristotle, it's like uh, P- uh, Plato didn't have much time to talk <coughs> about tragedy. Okay. Mm. So uh, Aristotle uh, uh, f- uh, followed his, uh, followed Plato's uh, ba- path and uh, gave uh, details about tragedy. Okay. Mm. Tragedy, according to Aristotle, Aristotle is uh, is uh, mimesis. Mm-hmm. Mimesis. Mimesis comes from the word mimic. Mimic is uh, it's like when we say meme. Meme is uh, is not a funny thing. Okay. Meme is like to mimic someone, to uh, to mimic. So okay? do you think it comes yeah. from meme? Uh, mimesis. No. No. Which is, which is M- uh, a Greek word. No. Meme comes from mimic. Okay, mimic is not f- a funny thing. Okay, mimic is is uh, imitation. Okay, uh, you're following with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mimic is mi- imitation. So Aristotle defines tragedy as an imitation or mimesis of reality. Okay, mm-hmm. because uh, Aristotle thinks that uh, reality is is very tragic. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, life is tragedy. Okay. Uh, it makes sense in a way, okay? Of course, it makes sense because Aristotle. Yeah, more more broad. Uh, he says yeah. that it's a, it's a, it's an imitation of an action that is serious. Yeah, which is life. Which is which is, <laughs> which life. is life. So yeah. in the expansion, for example, of elements in terms of Mar- Aristotelian tragedy, mm-hmm. we see that he, he overtakes or he overlaps the definitions of Plato. Because if you go, for example, to the earliest definitions of Plato, he, he thinks that uh, tragedy has to serve a moral lesson. And it's something that is not going to leave confusion. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I, I don't know how to call it in Greek, uh, prepetia or something. Prepetia. Yeah, yeah, like pity and fear. It's something yeah. we discussed earlier. Uh, pity and fear is, uh, is the reaction of, uh, of the spectacle. It's called catharsis, not uh, prepetia. Mm. Prepetia is, uh, is, the, is the, let's call it, uh, we have to check. Uh, pity check and fear, word. I guess. Pity, pity and, and fear. fear yes. pity, uh, but not the reaction of the spectacle. The, uh, the pity and fear of s- the spectacle mm-hmm. uh, is called catharsis. Okay? Oh, so I see. You, so, you get it, uh, yeah. So there is a broader uh, yeah. catharsis and there is a minor one. Like yeah, sp- yeah, yeah. Specific and then there is a broader Let, one. Let's sum up uh, things. It's like 
peripetia is pity and fear mm-hmm. of the uh, in the plot okay mm-hmm. and catharsis l- let's do them uh, after uh, after uh, giving uh, the summary of oedipus mm-hmm. okay oedipus rex oedipus the king so uh, peripetia is the, the fear and pit uh, uh, fe- uh, pity and fear inside the plot okay mm-hmm. and catharsis is the reaction of people hearing this story okay so i believe the peripety i believe is the reversal reversal of events for example we 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 had we've we've gone through the story of oedipus uh (laughs) previously the king oedipus Mm -hmm. and uh, the prepetia happens when the tiresias the the blind wise man tells him you're the killer of the king Mm-hmm. So here, here is there is a reversal of events, and um, how do you call the the, the state of recognition? Uh, anagnorisis. Yeah, that. Thank you. Yeah. So here, uh, anag- uh, anagnorisis. Anagnorisis. Yeah, yeah. comes the, the, from the, the recognition. St- the state yeah. of recognition yeah. happens when Oedipus goes back to the castle and he finds his Apollo's own mother. Castle. Yeah. His own mother, which mm-hmm. by the way he married his own mother. Mm-hmm. He finds her hanging herself, uh, hanged up from the, the, the roof. Here he recalls the, 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 the dialogue that took place between him and Apollo. Apollo, he went to Apollo and Apollo gave him the prophecy that he's going to kill his own father. And uh, the, the, for those who don't know Apollo, Apollo is the, the, the god of light. And the god of fun, I believe, and wine, etc. Et uh, nah, nah, nah. It's uh, not. It's nah. diagnosis. Uh, diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's diagnosis. So, uh, could you give them, for example, the beginning of the story of until this, so uh, the, the, let's, they, they let's let's start with with this Apollo and Dionysus uh, uh, battle, and then uh, we go back to the story. Yeah, because it's uh, something yeah. existential since, uh, uh, since yeah. the previous. Uh, so uh, in that time, uh, according to Greek mythology. Uh, there was a war between Apollo, and which is go- god of light, yes. beauty, uh, beauty and uh, morals. good morals. morals yeah. yes. and uh, and Dionysus is the god of uh, wine, wine. Uh, evil, yes. and uh, let's say darkness, uh, chaos, chaos, yeah, and darkness. Okay, uh, so uh, there was a battle between two, the two gods. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Apollo, Apollo uh, uh, won the the, uh, the, the fight. Okay, the fight. But uh, let's uh, let's uh, keep uh, this story uh, according to reality. It's not a real battle. Okay, <laughs> it's of the course, Greek. It's, real, it's something it's, existential. It's, it's an existential it's an, uh, battle. It's battle, a battle. Sorry. It's a battle of uh, ideologies. Okay, mm-hmm. those who followed the Apollonian Apollonian ideology versus the the Dionysus uh, uh, ideologies. Yes. Okay, so the, there was uh, an ideology fight between mm-hmm. them. Then, uh, of course, Apollo will win the game. Okay, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, as far as I know, uh, those who lost the battle, and most of people, uh, let's say, uh, had that nostalgic uh, feeling, mm-hmm. 
like they uh, they uh, they miss this uh, darkness and because darkness gives art you get yeah. it uh, uh, apollo is the go- uh, the god of art okay mm-hmm. but light it's a lighter uh, it's a lighter art but dionysus has uh, for example a sadic a sadic uh, a sadist uh, art mm-hmm. uh, sarcastic art like it's not serious and the, it's uh, it's all about being drunk and living li- living life okay and apollo is too serious okay too light to uh, you get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah th- that's the fight between uh, okay it's just to say that uh, apollo is is let's say the the advisor of people in that okay yes. because dionysus was was uh, banished okay uh, was I, banished uh, uh, he lost the battle mm-hmm. so okay i get it i mean yeah. i believe in the philosophy of counterbalances of counterbalances like you can't you can't live in a life that has only purity and you can't live in a life that has only chaos uh-huh. so we balance, we need we yeah. need the balance and yeah. that conflict was not only a conflict of ideology it was a conflict of existence yeah so for example if you go to criminology as as a as a field of science in terms of studying the mind and the behavior of people you have a theory called passive precipitation and active precipitation so passive precipitation tells you that uh, criminals are not blamed to do crime because they find external triggers so for example uh, I'm not justifying I'm just copy pasting what, what I read so for example uh, let's say um, Jordan Peterson said he asked a really uh, rhetoric question he says why do women for example wear red lipstick uh, when they go to workplace and red lipstick is, is a sexual uh, is a sexual it's, trigger uh, attractive, yeah. it's a sexual trigger red mm. lipstick is a sexual dr- trigger so for example a passive precipitation occurs when there is an external trigger that drives uh, a criminal uh, tr- criminal uh, stem inside of our mind and then we commit to it so there is a follow up and an active one is something internal uh, a cri- uh, i'm sorry i beg your pardon a criminal here uh, is uh, in this example will be called a rapist for example exactly okay. this uh, is not uh, yeah it's uh, it's an attack not uh, this is yeah, it. Okay, yes okay, okay. and an active one is so something you internal judge this uh, rapist or uh, of course everyone should or, must be or judged the, or the uh, this blame would be uh, would be equal, equal. in a way Equal. According to criminology, okay. the trigger, if the trigger is external... Like both of them are uh, guilty, but uh, this the, is uh, the woman is less guilty. Uh, of guilty course, yes, yeah. that's what I'm talking but, about. Uh, according to criminality, it's, uh, according it's, to criminology, it's an equal equation. Cr- according to criminology, is, is, it's, uh, it gives guilt here. It's not a state of discussion, it's a state of affirmation. Okay, okay. You see, so if we affirm the guilt as, as, mm-hmm. uh, as an aspect to uh, establish, then it's going to be determined by health. Okay, okay. So the, the, the internal trigger happens from uh, a mental understanding that this is pa- passable, not possible, passable. Okay, okay. You okay. see, um, so um, yeah. I'll add something else. You said something really good, which is the, the, the side that each one of us has a bad side, has a dark mm. side. 
uh, if you go to um, to uh, I'll mention Carl Jung's theory of archetypes. Mm. He has an element called the shadow. The shadow. And then I'll yeah. mention mine, which is called the shade. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the shadow, he thinks that it's uh, it's something that resides in our unconscious mind, and it, it operates unconsciously and re- I don't know. It installs different characteristics that are going to resist our conscious state. So, for example, if you stay with people who drink and carry knives for a period of time, your brain unconscious system is going to normalize it. And then you're going to do it. So, from my own perspective... What Even I if you, do, <laughs> you don't do it, it's something normal for you. Okay. Exactly, yeah. your brain normalizes yeah. it. From my own perspective, I call it the shade because uh, each one of us has a shade in the chamber of their consciousness. You're conscious that sure. these things are not normal, they're abnormal, but by time, when they resist your conscious state, they get installed in your subconscious mind, and then you start acting upon them. So that's why you see a lot of people, and I'm going to mention a really critical point. You see a lot of people, I don't know, they walk in, 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 in particular... Uh, uh, they, 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 I don't know how to do that. They, 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 they do particular things, but they are those things before were not normalized. They were denormalized, but when they do them, these in this era of time, and after a, a gradual exposition of them, they become normalized. It's called conscious penetration. You penetrate your conscious state, so it becomes normal. See? Yeah. Uh, let me add something. Uh, it's like. Uh, you said uh, according to uh, archi- uh, archetype okay? archetypes yes archetypes, uh, yeah. archetypes. Uh, he calls it uh, the shadow yes uh, the shadow. he calls it the shadow so uh, here uh, let's say uh, this shadow in people's life is uh, fundamental yes it's not uh, f- it's not positive uh, Something uh, positive. It's, uh, no, it's not uh, something positive, but life is like that, okay? For example, uh, let's say this shadow doesn't exist, mm-hmm. okay? There is no criminality. <coughs> there is no evil. There is no, uh, there is no darkness. Mm-hmm. There is no troubles or problems, okay? I think life will be boring, bro. Of course, yeah, okay. 100%. We need that uh, negativity we need that, sometimes. That, yeah, the Russian not, not all the time, but... Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. you, you, you imagine yourself uh, living in a palace. Uh, Do you know, I... You I, have I, everything. <laughs> it's like uh, you don't need to walk to buy, uh, buy stuff to eat, uh, etc. You... You uh, you uh, you'll hang yourself, bro. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, I, I remember you something. To, <laughs> you need to uh, let me uh, let me uh, clarify yeah. something for you. You need to suffer sometimes, okay? Almost. Uh, for example, uh, it happens with the uh, with the uh, rich people, very rich people, okay? Mm-hmm. The high class society, and uh, when uh, when they see. Uh, someone from uh, middle class or uh, lower class than him, than them they will say oh i i envy you bro mm-hmm. why you envy me bro <laughs> it's like 
he's he's seeking this suffering because he sees it like like a tough thing okay it's uh, it's out of uh, it's an abnormal thing okay it's uh, it's out of his uh, possibility uh, possibilities okay let's call it uh, let's go back to our yeah, uh, our apollo yeah. and dionysus thing aristotle uh, okay that's why i told you the those who followed uh, dionysus mm-hmm. And some more, not just uh, the follower, the followers of uh, Dionysus. Mm-hmm. Even some uh, some uh, some thinkers who followed Apollo needed Dionysus, okay, to create the balance you talked about, the balance mm-hmm. of life, okay, because because uh, that's it, because because we can't live in a perfect world, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Don't you true, think that, true uh, uh, we, we have we have something called a brain yeah. a brain but the brain uh, let me uh, let me clarify it for you there is a talk mm-hmm. I don't know we didn't study uh, I don't I don't know much about uh, this idea but maybe you can uh, help me mm-hmm. in this uh, there is a say uh, for example If you use 100% of our brain, it's like you can you can fly, bro. Sure, yeah. I, I, I'm not Human sure capacity. of it, but uh, we have a certain uh, percentage. We are of, limited. Uh, we are, we we are, are limited. too limited, okay? And thankfully okay. we are. Because if you give, if you give are, 100% yeah. to someone, they yeah. could... You never know could, what can yeah, happen. Yeah, they could uh, be like uh, pharaohs, etc. Because pharaohs are intelligent. It's okay? true, yes. Intelligent to, to the point that uh, to the point that they declined the uh, they declined the existence the existence of gods Supreme or gods, yeah. and they uh, they thought that that they are gods themselves. Mm, yeah. Okay, that's why there is this balance between between good and evil, between uh intelligence and let's call it uh, let's not call it stupidity intelligence and less intelligence okay i believe that okay. uh, uh there is every side has its uh, opposite yeah. and you have to to theory balance to to live a normal life no, uh, not uh, okay theory of opposition uh, yeah. theory of opposition okay yeah. uh yeah that's it uh, don't think, you think uh, i have a question yeah. don't you think that uh people back then Uh-huh. They created these gods as concepts so they can stay sane. They can stay sane inside their minds. Yeah, of course. Because too much chaos and too much good uh-huh. are not really good. Uh-huh. There, there must be the, the the equivalence in terms of ingredients for us to survive as human beings. Uh-huh. So the same as from a religious perspective, you see, you have you have prophets, and you have Satan, for example. Satan, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, the master of all demons and etc. Uh, yep. etc. Et so th- this this is how it goes. Like you can't you can't you can't live in terms of uh, sustainability, in terms of moral sustainability or religious sustainability or livelihood sustainability, unless there is all there is something there is an opposing force. That pushes you to commit something bad. And that's what happens with Oedipus. Oedipus, for example, was, was someone oblivious. He grew up and he was adopted by, by, uh, 
by people who didn't have the ability to produce conceived children. And then he was raised, and he was raised with a hamartia, which is a tragic yeah, flaw tragic in, flaw, in, in, yeah. in Greek. And he was raised by that tragic flaw, and he didn't recognize it as a flaw. He recognized it as normal. Then we go back to normalizing things that are not really normal. Mm -hmm. And when he killed his own father, he was oblivious that he did something bad. There is no uh, guilt. Back then, back then, or uh, back then, there there is no then, guilt in back between. Then, back then, he had. Uh, there some... is no pity and fear. The pity and fear occurs when he realizes that he did something bad with his mother. I think. I think that. Uh, uh, let me clarify this uh, before before we uh, after we go back to this. Uh, okay. Yes. Le, you said you said uh, something. Uh, important. Mm -hmm. uh, you said they created gods. Yes. Yeah. Let's call them polytheistic because, from from uh, my and your perspective, uh, uh, mo monotheistic perspective yes. here, because we believe in one god. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. One greater god. Yes. Okay. But they are polytheistic, yeah. which means they are. Let's call them ancient ancient okay mm -hmm. before the coming of prophets etc yeah, okay before common before era, the com yes. let's call let's call it because the uh, because uh, before of the coming of christianity because christianity is controlling no let's talk, let's not talk about that but let's let uh, let's keep the, it like standard uh, yeah yeah for, for example monotheistic is islam uh, or christianity okay yeah okay so they created their uh, the gods to simplify a thing, to simplify ideologies. Okay, because those gods, uh, th those Greek gods, didn't exist back then. It, uh, the I but the, the their ideologies existed. Okay, because we have god of love, god of evil, mm -hmm. god of light. Or goodness, yeah, God of wind, God of, God of, God of water, wind. God we have Thor, fire, uh, something like that. Prometheus, uh, yeah. Epimetheus, God of thunder, uh, thunder. I can mention all of them. Icarus, Daedalus. Yeah, those are those, are, uh, those gods are ideologies, not gods, because yes. uh, they are like idioms back then. Mm -hmm. The two, it's they are like stories to to yeah. uh, to, uh, to, uh, to to. to it's like uh, it's a way of entertainment yeah. and knowledge, okay? Yes. Because their children, uh, imagine that you're speaking to your children. Uh, uh, for example, uh, you wanna you wanna explain to you to your children about love. You can you cannot say to to a children that uh, love is. Something like that and like this. No. Yeah, it's you you explain it by by a by by a tale of God of love and uh, it makes it makes yes. it easier. Okay, True. that's why they used gods to uh, let's say to simplify things. Mm -hmm. Okay, to simplify thing uh, things and create that fantasy fantasy. Let's say advantage. Advantage at that time. You know, there is because a passage in my book reminds me. Yeah. If I let you continue, Fantasy. then yeah. 
so uh, we said uh, you were talking about uh, peripetia, okay? Yes. Peripetia. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, what do you think of uh, of a break? Let's give it a, br- a break. Then I'll uh, mention can... something and give yeah. you a break. Okay. Uh, Tiresias, the blind man who uh-huh. told uh, Oedipus that he killed, he was the one to kill the king. He said something that was really, really, really. Interesting. He says, I might be blind to the word, yeah. but I'm not blind to the truth. <laughs> so this is, this is where it think, takes us. I think that, to, uh, for example, uh, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. Uh, it's like um, that, uh, that character from uh, King Lear. King Lear also is a yeah. tragedy. Uh, his counselor. Yeah, his counselor. Uh, uh, let's say uh, he got blind. He's blind, yes, uh, in the first place. But uh, it's like he lost sight to gain insight. Okay, to gain yes. to gain insight to get that wisdom. That because, for example, when you uh, there, there is a say that, uh, uh, for example, we say you have to uh, to fall to fall to come back to come back. Yes. Okay, you have to do. The mistake to learn, to learn okay. Yeah. That's why we we say, if you do the same mistake, you have a disorder, bro. If you do the same mistake every time, you have a disorder. Every time you have a disorder or a trouble in your in your brain. It's something mental or something, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, that's, so uh, um, my opinion. As I told you, uh, I might be blind to the, the, the to the word, but I'm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not blind to the to truth. The truth. So this is where it takes me back to uh, polytheistic creation of ideologies through idealized gods or creatures or figures. So uh, I believe that at that time they were blind to the truth. And to conceive the truth they needed to create somethings or some figures to escape reality. Because, for example, you cannot exactly Uh you cannot face the reality or the truth of, oh my God, there's a lot of chaos. How am I going to survive all of this? So I'm going to create a god that's going to rule over all of these things. Mm -hmm. So I'm I get that mental stability that there is something conceptual out there taking care of this business most important something ideal ideal because god is I- ideal yes okay. ideal it's in per- terms of ideal yeah. in terms of their definition of what's ideal because diagnosis from a moral standpoint is not ideal but from the the the, the, the essence his essence is ideal because he serves a particular mission you see so I'll, we give them a break. To, uh, l- let me add something. It's we like give the, them a break. Uh, <laughs> I think, let me uh, really quick. Uh, so they they sort of created a uh, sort of structuralism to convince themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I believe so. But we'll okay. discuss about it <laughs> okay. after the break. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, how about we uh, we talk about the steps of uh, the Aristotelian Aristotelian tragedy? tragedy? Okay, step by step. Let's go step by step. All okay. Right. In a brief, uh, briefly. Let's so talk we have briefly. first. Uh, let me. Uh, okay. Uh, we talked. I think we talked about modern tragedy or not. We no. we didn't, but we're we didn't. Going to yeah. Talk okay. About it later. Yeah. Okay, let's call it the classical tragedy. Classical tragedy is the Aristotel, uh, Aristotelian, Aristotelian tragedy. tragedy. Okay, the the tragic hero must be from the high from the high high class society. Okay, mm. whether a king, like uh, like the case with our Oedipus, because the, the because yeah, I have a note. Uh, Aristotle says that uh, the, the 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 tragic hero is neither a villain. Mm-hmm. Nor a just person. He's nor no, neither good nor bad. Just to create that confusion. Yeah, l- let's call him a good person with who's, ill uh, intentions. Who is from the high uh, from the high class? What right. do you think? Okay. Yeah, I disagree. Oedipus, he's, he's not good. But uh, Oedipus is kind. He's kind. Uh, the fact of his uh, of having uh, this consciousness. Because he feels pity for uh, for the ones that he killed. He's conscious, bro. Come on, he's not. He's not. I, I mean, think, think, he's think about it. He is, he's not nice, first of all. Yeah. Because he killed the person. And he's not evil. He killed the entire uh, servants of a king. And then he killed an old man who is a king himself. And then he felt pity after he saw his own mother uh, hanged up on a roof. And by the end, he left the kingdom to his two of his sons. And he, he, he went to, 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 to live... To the desert. Exactly. He went uh-huh. to the desert with two of his daughters. It's not pity. It's reconciliation. See? It's uh, something... Uh... I thought of something uh, just now, okay? Yeah. Why he, he he took only his daughters? What do you think? Uh, in, Maybe uh, they in are, my opinion, he's afraid. Of pity. Nah. It's uh, yeah, maybe, but I have another opinion. Yes. What do you think? Interpretation. He's afraid that his children will... No, no. His male children mm-hmm. will do the same. This is with it. Their, with their sisters. Because he's, uh, he married his own mother. Oh, okay. so, so it's this about is Oedipus incest. complex. It's about incest. Not uh, from uh, not Oedipus complex. Oedipus complex is when yeah, a child, has, child yeah. has feelings, has romantic feelings. Not a romantic. Uh, sexual. Sexual. The desire. S- sexual drives or the desires. desires. With his mother. Okay. Yeah, the counter parent. Yeah. But let's call it. Let's let's, uh, let's but keep let's, it let's, within let's, the range of uh, incest. Okay. But it's not because, going to be applicable. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not an Oedipus uh, within the Oedipus yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah. But it's about uh, breaking. The, I have a different uh, breaking interpretation. The, breaking the rules. Okay. I have a different interpretation. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that he was afraid that uh, first of all, at the at the beginning of the story. He was abandoned mm-hmm. by his parents in the river. Mm-hmm. Think about it. But 
on the reversal, this is catharsis, uh, propitia, the reversal, on the reversal at the end, he left, he abandoned his children in a castle. Mm-hmm. So there is there is a leverage and there is uh, a back trafficking in terms of status. He left them with the status and he was abandoned with that one. And he had to go through an entire process to create a, a status for himself. And he killed his own father, which was the, the personification of a status. And you can maybe tell that there is a double plot and there is a subplot inside that maybe his father is a sub-tragic hero. Because his flaw is abandoning his children at the end of the river. Mm-hmm. See, so uh, he was afraid maybe that his sons are going to go back to him and kill him the same way he killed his father. And he went with daughters to not have any protection because he felt that he was really strong. Okay. So the, the, the representation of his strength is leaked through pity and fear. So he's, he's afraid, but at the same time, he feels pity for his himself. That's why he accompanies daughters to create the counterbalance, because he was tough. Their daughters, in the nature of uh, females, they, 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 they produce the counterbalance in emotionality. So this is how I see it. What do you, what do you believe? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It makes sense because, uh, uh, let's say... Let's say the, this story has sort of open end. What do you think? Even if uh, Oedipus was uh, was uh, was killed at mm-hmm. the end by a thunder thing, mm-hmm. something like that, it's a punishment, or uh, we don't know. But uh, the fact of leaving four children alone, maybe the the two brothers will will uh, will fight each other for the for the throne mm-hmm. because he left. A throne uh, and to, to his yes. two sons, okay? Yes. And the daughters left, uh, to, uh, he took them with him to the desert. Mm-hmm. Do you think? It's an open end, I think. It's an open because, end, yes. Yeah, it's an open end. What do you think w- w- will happen here? As far as I can, can I consider, I believe, Apollo is maybe going to provide a different prophecy to both the children, both the sons. The sons? Yes. Okay. Maybe they're going to go uh, to kill uh, the, the two daughters mm-hmm. because uh, they feel that there is, um, there is, there is a separation. They, they, they're maybe going to believe that their father privileged the daughters and then he privileged them emotionally. Perfection. Yes. He privileged them emotionally. That's why he selected them to go with him in his journey to, to, to the unknown. But then he automatically privileged them materialistically. But that's not going to fulfill the emotional need they have. Because their mother died. And then the, 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 the first reactive response is to have an emotional figure. Is going to, to, mm-hmm. to fulfill that need. So uh, this uh, this kind of jealousy what will is it be called? mutual. What is it called? Jealousy. This is it. Yeah, will be mutual. So it's the, going the sons to... will will uh, will feel that uh, the uh, the daughters uh, the daughters are 
favored mm-hmm. by the the father and vice versa bro this is okay? uh, because the even uh, the daughters were uh, were living in the desert with him exactly with Oedipus, okay yes so uh, it, it's, it's all about, it's all about appearances bro <laughs> yes. uh, like we said a rich person will uh, will envy a poor person and vice versa okay <laughs> yeah i believe Let's it's going to, uh, to create yeah. a, another hamartia Hamartia, yes, yeah. it's all about tragic, hum- uh, tragic flaw. Yeah. So, um, in terms of linking this 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 uh, analysis, this overall analysis, I believe it's not overall; it's really deep. Uh, this yeah, is deep <laughs> analysis into Oedipus complex, because that first emerged as Oedipal complex by Sigmund Freud yeah. in 1899 in his book, uh, I believe. Uh, 99, you said. 1899, 1899 yes. he, he called the Oedipal complex. Oedipal, from Oedipus. Uh, he, in his book, I guess, uh, <laughs> the, the fundamental principles of sexual interchanges, something like this. Uh, it, it emerged as, as an Oedipal complex, and then he developed it into Oedipus complex, uh, taken from the, the myth of the Oedipus Rex. Oedipus. He, he, he named it in his uh, the interpretation of dreams. In, in nineteen ten, so Sigmund Freud believes that there is there is uh, there is a complex, or there is uh, an operative system that functions at early stages for both children in terms of genders, both sexes. He says that a guy or a boy is going to envy and jealous his father. He sees him as a competition over his mother. And the, the, the girl is going to have the same feeling for her mother. Uh, I think for... Like uh, countering competition. So, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, yes. uh, the girl uh, will... That, uh, there is a rivalry. The girl, uh, the girl will uh, have feelings for... Uh, her, her father. Her father, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It will be uh, like uh, the thing we, we were using in, uh, in primary school. The, this uh, the two uh, crosses the two crosses okay like father <coughs> father son mm-hmm. mother daughter okay <laughs> it's like uh, it's like uh, a family that that is having uh, a conflict an in, 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 uh, invisible conflict mm-hmm. what do you think because uh, this this child mm-hmm. will never confess to his mother that he loves her okay yes. And the daughter will do the same, okay? Yes. That's why. Uh, that's why. Uh, Sig- uh, that's why. S- Sigmund, uh, uh, Sigmund, Sigmund Freud, Freud yeah. uh, didn't uh, didn't limit this Oedipal complex. That's. I think that's why he calls it Oedipal, not Oedipus, because Oedipus. He's, he changed uh, it. He, uh, Oedipus is about masculinity, okay? That's why he calls it Oedipal, okay? Mm-hmm. It became like uh, an adjective here, not a name. What do you think? I, no, Oedipal. It, 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 it makes sense. It makes a distinction, but then he goes <clears throat> back to the, 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 the psychosexual representation. Mm-hmm. Like, he believes that it's, a, it's an open discussion... And it, it's um, it's in terms of framing the the, the, the existence of such drives, sexual mm-hmm. drives. So what makes a child attached to his mother, or makes a boy attached to his mother, or what makes a girl attached to her 
a father. Mm-hmm. And this is this is what we, uh, what we call. And there's there's something called uh, phallic stage. So phallic stage is the completion of sexual drive. According to Carl Jung, the the, 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 the sexual drive starts to emerge in boys at the age of eleven. Mm-hmm. At the age of eleven, so you start to gradually hit puberty, in which you okay. can decide. This is actually interviewing my sexual systems, and this is not. Mm-hmm. So there are triggers that uh, that start to gleam in terms of visual experience that are going to get repressed in the subconscious mind, and then you're going to have uh, what is it? I, I forgot the, the scientific word, so I'm going to use an informal one. You're going to start having um, what dreams? Okay, yeah. I forgot how to say what dreams. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like your, uh, yeah, what dreams, uh, it's a manifestation, okay, mm-hmm. uh, what dreams are uh, like manifestations. Uh, let me, uh, uh, for example, Sigmund Freud, uh, Freud when uh, he explains uh, the, this Oedipal complex, yes. uh, he mentions that uh, this, let's call it, uh, this uh, mental issue, mm-hmm. Uh, happens uh, often happens with boys, not uh, girls. Okay. Uh, speaking about uh, the frequency, uh, the frequency. Okay, mm. because boys, for example, girls, girls generally, uh, when they their 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 young, they are mm. young. Uh, they don't go outside. Uh, too much. Too yeah. much. They are like their mother, but a boy goes too much outside. Mm-hmm. He plays. He do troubles. He he learns. He uh, he falls, etc. Uh, Sigmund Freud uh, uh, explains uh, this Oedipal complex, and he says that it happens to boys that didn't uh, didn't. Uh, go outside too much okay Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like let's call them uh, uh, yeah we call them uh, in our society we call call them fisamamo okay fisamamo means uh, fisamamo somehow means he's got an oedipal complex okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so uh, here we, uh, we notice that this child will We'll see. Uh, we'll see this uh, wa- uh, uh, this warm and uh, romantic, let's say, and sexual drive mm-hmm. to his mother. Not other. He just say that I can never be with another female person except for my except mother. Look, there is there is something that happens subconsciously. Uh-huh. There are things, for example, that we say uh, subconsciously, but we mean our subconscious mind is really powerful. I don't know if you read the book, The, the Power of the Subconscious Mind. Uh, we say, for example, you will never find a woman that loves you just like your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think yeah. about it consciously, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, come on, why am I saying this? But since we utter things, we verbalize things subconsciously, we don't really pay attention to it. So you, you often hear, it's not often, but it happens. You hear that uh, a man raped his own mother. 
raped his own mother. The, 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 the thing here is in terms of psychoanalytical approach by Sigmund Freud is that he has the, those, those pillars of ID, ego, superego. Mm-hmm. The thing here is that Sigmund Freud says that the superego is the authoritative uh, system in which he, it creates the balance between desires Perfect. and yeah. conscious existence. So, uh... so they didn't, the, the repressed desire in the subconscious mind manifests pretty mm-hmm. late in an explosive manner. Perfect. See? Let's go... Uh, uh, I have... Uh, I will use your example. Yes. Because, for example, a chi- uh, a boy rapes his mother. Sigmund Freud says that this mental issue, which, which, is call, uh, which calls it... Uh, which he calls it uh, Oedipal Complex, yes. uh, he says that for example, let's speak about boys. Yes. Uh, no offense for the girls, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because we're speaking about exactly, something neg- yes. negative, okay? <laughs> no offense uh, for boy- the boys, because they're going to get offended. <laughs> <laughs> we're trapped, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> a boy, uh, Sigmund Freud says that this, uh, the boy who's having a boy who's having uh, an Oedipal complex or Oedipus complex will never confess to his mother. Okay. So here, <laughs> the case with rape. He, di- uh, he, he didn't have the, let's say, he didn't have the guts yes. to confess, but uh, he didn't, uh, he didn't, uh, he couldn't confess verbally, but he confessed physically or let's call it sexually. Okay. Because he's, it's a sort of escapism. Uh, it's like when uh, when you're a, uh, you're uh, you're a cautious and kind person, you will not do uh, evil things. But when you do, when you start doing evil things, you uh, you get that feeling of let's call it uh, let's call it in Arabic another another uh, For example, when you use uh, when we use a sin. When you do a sin, when you do a sin, and I meet her, meet her, come and get how close. You say like uh, like that, okay? Yes. Uh, You think that this this reminds me of uh, of a theory by William Wundt. Uh He has something. He has the double access theory. Uh, It's the the first part. It's called emotionality. Emotionality. The second one is called conceivability. And remember the word conceive. Emotion, From conceive. You have emotion. Emotionality and conceivability. Con- conceivability. But remember the word uh-huh. conceive because it conceive. comes from Oedipus Rex the king. He conceived children from his own mother. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah. So, in terms of emotionality, when we are, uh, when, when, when a child is, um, is born and raised and sharpened by his mother, he acquires emotionality. Mm-hmm. And then she turns into a conceivable image of someone he can intercourse with on an on a physical level so she's mm-hmm. the first manifestation of a physical of a, of a sexual figure a of lot of people are going to call it psycho e- emotionally. emotionally emotionally and yeah. then she's going to manifest as a conceivable representation so when you look at your mother for example at an early age you're going to have a replication of images in accordance to what you see outside in terms of girls so, for example, when you see this, there is there is a compliment, a subconscious compliment. 
It's a pickup line. You see someone, a guy who says, you look like my mother. Mm-hmm. This is subconscious. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of emotionality, according to William Wundt, this is in the the, the, the the red zone. You're crossing limits, my my my, my friend. <laughs> you're cl- crossing <laughs> a lot of limits. So mm-hmm. there's there's also something by um, by Carl Jung. He developed the theory of Sigmund Freud, and he added the concept for girls, not for boys, as we're talking. Ladies, excuse us. <laughs> so uh, he called it the Electra complex, or the Electra, Electra. with A or O. Electra. Electro, yeah. E. So uh, this this is the stage in which girls start to develop jealousy towards? from their own mother towards their fathers. So they see their mothers as rivals. Rivals, yeah. To have their own father's affection, emotionality for themselves. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of applying different theories in the same subject. Mm-hmm. So th- th- this is where it leads us to uh, an, a complete understanding of uh, emotionality and conceivability. So when we look at a woman from a man's perspective, we look at her as an emotional being and then as, an, uh, as a conceivable being. Is she going to fulfill the sexual uh, linear needs of a man? And is she going to complete because this is the problem with Oedipus complex is that it needs to complete my state of emotionality mm-hmm. or from a thoughts of an, uh, an Oedipal perspective am I going to connect to a, a, a supreme emotional level mm-hmm. so this is what, why I told you mothers and fathers are a representation of an emotional figure in, in both the, 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 the boys eyes and the girls eyes so this is how it grows it grows that way, and then it develops into repressed desires, if not acted upon. And then here it comes the idea of uh, Carl Jung by integrating the shadow. He says that you need to give it space, you need to, to integrate it, recognize its existence and not resist it. Mm-hmm. And then here it comes the idea of Jonathan Frederick Herbert, is that ideas become concepts when they resist one another, Compel, repel his ideas and just flooding around the the, the canvas. You see, Uh so this is how it goes. Psychology is that the the study of um, phenomenon in terms of tackling each detail and then linking it to something else. So it makes a lot of sense. Okay, it's all about uh, convincing yourself Mm -hmm. that you're uh, that you're uh, you're right. What do you in think? Tr- yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of, yes. Uh, yeah, in uh, in an escapist way. Okay. Yes. You're tr- you're trying to break the uh, this habit or this structure. Cycle, okay. yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to our. Uh, let's call them uh, steps of tragic of, of Aristotelian Aristotelian t- tragedy. Tragedy, yes. Okay. We said that. We explain uh, this and we give them a break. Uh, yeah okay yes let's call it uh, uh let's uh, let's do uh, let's do them step by uh, step by step okay? yes what we have first uh yeah first we have uh the characteristics of a tragic hero he must be he must i said he must okay mm-hmm. if uh, if he doesn't have those 
following uh, characteristics, he will not considered uh, within the range of tragic hero. Okay, yes. or tragic heroism. Yes, okay. So let's go. First, we have we, uh, he sh uh, he must be whether a king mm -hmm. or a rich person. Mm -hmm. Okay, a rich person or uh, from high uh, class society. Okay, mm -hmm. he's not from the common folk. Right. To sum up things, okay. Uh, second thing, uh, second step. Let's call it second uh, second step. Uh, he's got uh, uh, let's call it a tragic flow. Mm. Tragic flow is like having an error in judgment, okay, right. unconsciously, okay. An example of Oedipus, uh, Rex. Oedipus, yeah, uh, an example. Yes. Yeah, uh, the fact of killing his father out of anger. Cool. So the, his first, tra his main tragic flaw is uh, is uh, not anger. controlling anger. anger. Okay, cool. okay, and uh, I think his second tragic flaw is like uh, is uh, ignorance. Ignorance. It's yes. like uh, he's not aware of his faults. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, like he does some faults, but he he's not aware of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem of uh, of being wrong is never knowing that you're wrong. True. Okay? Yes. That's the problem <laughs> That's with the him. Problem. Yes. Yeah, with him and most of people. Okay. Who are tragic. Uh huh. Yeah. Not. Uh, talking not from a general perspective. Uh, yeah, yes. from a general uh, perspective. But uh, let's stick to self righteousness. Yeah. The next step will be called. Uh, let's call it. Uh, uh, peripetia. Yes. Peripetia is. Uh, uh, we said that uh, he's rich or a king or something. Reversal. A king, uh, yeah, a reversal or uh, the the turning back from a good fortune to a bad a bad, a bad fortune, one. Okay. Yes. Uh, here, peripetia. Uh, peripetia. Uh, uh, Oedipus. Uh, peripetia is like is when uh, is the fact of. Uh, of lo uh, of losing, uh, let's say, uh, of uh, losing sight of the truth. Uh, uh, sight of the truth. Uh, now nah, the peripetia here is the plague. Okay, oh, the plague. Yes. Not uh, we because we because detail. we didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, because in his kingdom uh, there was a plague. Okay, and there, then there let's, was call well. let's call it a crisis. Let's call it a crisis because well. it's. Uh, it's a trouble in economics, more import, uh, more importantly. This reminds okay. me of J Joseph, the, the the story of Joseph. Jo in a I, way, I, I, I Firo, don't know. Firo, Firo had uh, had had a had a prophecy, uh -huh. and then he said, "Can anyone of you explain this prophecy to me?" They said, "We don't know. There is someone called Joseph. He's really good at explaining prophecies." And then they brought him. He explained to him. He said that there there are seven years. Uh, there we will have a lot of dryness, so this is kind of a replication. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of uh, similar yes. to this story. Okay, the peripetia here is uh, is the plague because the plague was uh, was uh, was like uh, an enemy to the kingdom and the king. Okay, mm -hmm. it's like uh, disadvantage. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, the plague. So here, there was a trouble, okay, and trouble for a rich man, mm -hmm. 
is called peripetia according right, to Aristotle uh, tragedy. Yes. Okay. Right. Let's move to the to the next step, which is catharsis. It will, uh, uh, it will be uh, n- uh, not catharsis. It's uh, anagnorisis. Oh yeah. Uh, anagnorisis from let's give it uh, uh, a wor- uh, word uh, comparison. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, anagnorisis is like recognition here. It's called the stage, stage of, of recognition. Yes. The stage of recognition, uh, if we, uh, if you apply uh, apply it to Oedipus, will be uh, when he asked uh, asked uh, the seer or the fortune teller, uh, give me his name. I forgot about um, it. Uh, Tiresias. Yeah, Tiresias. Tiresias. Thank you, Tiresias. Uh, he tells him that uh, you're the one that killed your father you are and blind to uh, you are uh, and he said i am i might be i might be blind but you're blind to the, the truth, truth yes. okay perfect wow. he told him that bars. He, uh, he yeah bars <laughs> he uh, he killed his father and he was like uh, he was the, uh, he was like uh, he was, w- yeah. what he's saying he's, uh, he's not he was uh, frustrated uh, yeah so uh here uh, it doesn't uh, come to we, uh, we don't uh, we don't come to this anagnorisis mm-hmm. because uh because f- from this plague mm-hmm. uh, uh Oedipus had to go back to Apollo mm-hmm. to seek for convictions okay oh yes, yes and yes. Apollo confirmed that that he's the one that killed his father and he, remi- he reminded him that he killed a, uh, an old man and his servants okay and his servants could you remind me could you mention something yeah is that his mother lied to him uh, when he described the the person who he killed uh-huh. he, to his mother she didn't tell him she didn't tell him the truth okay yeah yeah so uh, Let's go back to his uh, his story with uh, his event. Let's call it event when he killed uh, the old man and his servants. Mm-hmm. One servant, uh, one servant uh, managed to escape. Okay. Yes. And he was anonymous during the, the later life. the later uh, years. Okay. So uh, Apollo said said that you're the you're it's true you're the one that killed your father and reminded him that the old man was your father yes. he was like i didn't know i didn't okay yes. he, uh, it was unconsciously committed out of control uh, out of anger, anger okay yeah. and it's like uh, it's enough i'm i'm the one that killed uh, my, uh, my father oh wait a minute you're the one that uh uh the let's call uh, let's call her a widow the widow you married was your mother okay mm. wait a minute you yeah you, you broke uh, yeah. you broke a word not uh, okay you broke uh, okay uh, so the, the re- so the, the nature okay so the reason the real reason of the plague was not of killing the father because it's it's uh, it's somehow natural Okay, it's uh, it's somehow normal here. Okay, it's a crime. Okay, mm-hmm. but marrying your mother is like uh, it's like uh, 
Why? Why? There's there's also an event at the end is when uh-huh. he, he grabbed a knife and he stabbed his own eyes. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it happens uh, within the, the the stage of uh, anagnorisis. Okay, mm-hmm. here uh, we said that it's the stage of recognition. Okay, yes. and that recognition, the fact of knowing the truth, uh, this truth uh, wasn't bearable for him. Okay, yeah, bearable. Uh, especially when he found his mother wife. Uh, yes, was, uh, she hanged the, herself. Yes. Okay. Uh, during that time, he he took uh, her knife. Okay, her knife. It's not a knife. It's uh, something uh, used by uh, by women at that time. Okay, it's a sharp thing. Uh, I forgot how it's yeah, called. Yeah, uh, uh, me to, too. To, yeah. To sharpen the nails. The nails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he he sta- uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, he, uh, so he stabbed his, his eyes. eyes, okay? Uh, maybe to maybe to become wise, like the, the storyteller, yeah, because uh, the he fortune teller. I might be blind uh-huh, to the word, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm not blind to the truth. Okay, yeah. So he wanted to be blind to, to, to the word and open, like... Uh, sightful to the truth. Yeah, uh, and that somehow, he is a killer. Uh-huh. And somehow, uh, and somehow, uh, recognition comes with a price. What do you think? Yeah, or sacrificing yeah. your physical uh-huh. sight yeah. to gain a spiritual one. Uh-huh. To uh, and to satisfy his consciousness. Because, because he's, he, uh, yeah, he's conscious. But, yeah, but this yeah. is the problem. The problem with the, with ancient uh, tragedy is that it keeps you, it locks you into the chamber of confusion. Am I going to sympathize with him, mm-hmm. or am I going to feel bad for the others that were victims of his own actions? Let's deal uh, of this after of the it, break. After the break, <laughs> because it's the last step of tragedy. Which, which is, is called catharsis, okay? Yes. And uh, it's uh, it's an open discussion here, okay?
So uh, we go back to uh, our uh, steps. We call them steps mm, or the characteristics, uh, characteristics of uh, an Aristotelian tragedy. tragedy or tragic heroism or tragic hero mm-hmm. here. Okay. We, we mentioned uh, the fact of being from the high society mm-hmm. in uh, uh, mainly from the high society, wealthy king or something like that. Then we have uh, it's uh, uh, the first characteristics uh, characteristic. Okay. The second is peripetia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peripetia is the we said that the the misfortune. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have we have the anagnorisis. The fact of uh, recognizing the the tragic flow, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> or the sin or the the, the mistake, mistake yeah. done by the the hero, okay. Then we have the last uh, characteristic, which is which is catharsis. Catharsis. We said that. I just said that uh, it's the last characteristics, mm-hmm. a characteristic. But in fact. It's, uh, no, it it starts with uh, with the second with the second characteristic, which is peripetia, because when you uh, when you see uh, when when you uh, as as a reader or a spectacle, you you're gonna have pity and fear for the for the hero or the protagonist of the this myth. Okay, so. It's characteristic that lasts. That's why I classified it as a last characteristic. Okay, mm-hmm. that lasts. For example, when you when uh, when you watch a movie, for example, in uh, in uh, when you watch a movie uh, that is sad, for example, that is sad, uh, you you're gonna you're gonna say that this movie is sad. After uh, after the end of the movie, okay. That's why I, I I classified catharsis, which is fear and pity for the hero, mm-hmm. uh, at the uh, at the end. A, at the end, yeah, as a last characteristic, okay. Mm-hmm. So the consequence of the tragic flow, which causes the downfall of the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the feeling you get when you hear about this story is called catharsis, okay? You have pity and fear for him, okay? So, uh, generally speaking, that uh, those are uh, the main characteristics or uh, the, the steps of uh, an Aristotelian tragedy. And without, uh, without these steps, we cannot classify a hero or, protagon- uh, or protagonist uh, as a tragic hero, if uh, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, have these uh, these uh, kind of uh, let's say of, uh, flaws and uh, and uh, tragic ends, uh, etc. So, if we compare, for example, if you compare, we call it a tragic uh, uh, tragic heroism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have, uh, for example, nowadays, we have a new kind of tragedy, yes. which is called, uh, which is called uh, modern tragedy. The case with uh, the great Gatsby 
for example death uh, of a salesman death of a salesman uh, yeah for example let's uh, can we an- analyze briefly the death of a salesman it takes a lot of time uh, nah briefly uh, no, it, t- uh, it takes a lot okay. of time i believe so, uh, I believe I it's, can it's, it's, I can summarize it in one one sentence. Sorry, if go. you'd like, yeah, it's it's a story about <clears throat> about uh, a man who's uh, who ha uh, who has uh, a family uh, who has uh, uh, a conservative wife, mm-hmm. and uh, he's called uh, Willie Lawman. Okay, and he's got a son called Ben. Uh, no, uh, no uh, his uh, a brother called Ben, and uh, his son is called Beef. I think so, I think yeah, Beef. Beef. Yeah, Beef. Yeah, Beef Loman. Okay, so uh, uh, Willie uh, experienced what we call uh, it. Hap- uh, it happened in nineteen twenty nine. It's called the Great Depression. Okay. Yes. The Great Depression is uh, is the fact of. Uh, Having that depression after the war, it's it's sort of PTSD, post-traumatic stress, stress disorder. disorder yeah. Okay, so uh, and uh, the consequence uh, of this of this uh, let's call it phenomenon mm-hmm. phenomenon. Yeah, uh, it's before uh, the before uh, before the Great Depression, there was something called there was uh, a concept called uh, the american dream okay which which is life liberty and the pursuit of happiness but after the great depression it became like uh, an illusion here okay mm-hmm. an illusion so willie had this illusion and uh, uh, here uh, what makes him uh, ma- makes of him a modern tragic hero or a problematic hero or uh, let's call it uh, a problematic hero or anti-hero. Yes. Okay, anti-hero. Not a tragic hero, but a problematic uh, hero or anti-hero. So here, uh, the difference between, let, uh, let's say, Oedipus and Willie here, Willy, uh, the tragic flow of, uh, of Willie is uh, first his age, because he's 60 years old, the depressed because of the new world uh, order or yeah. way of life okay so willie here uh, let's let's uh, give it a brief uh, ending here uh, willie uh, decides to 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 commit su- suicide okay uh, he didn't uh, his tragic uh, end is suicide okay because he couldn't live first he couldn't live with this new world okay uh, and secondly uh, he committed suicide intentionally okay uh, we say intentionally or intentionally, uh, intentionally yeah uh, however uh, oedipus didn't want uh, this end okay Mm. He wanted to live. He wanted to be happy. Okay, that's uh, that's the difference between modern tragedy and uh, tragi- uh, the Arist- Aristotelian tragic uh, tragedy. Okay, so uh, in fact, Willie committed suicide because uh, at that time 
when uh, when when a f uh, when the the fa uh, the father or uh, the husband uh, dies, uh, he gets assurance, okay, because he was poor, and he uh, he he decided to commit suicide to uh, so his family with uh, will live uh, better than he was. That's it. That's different. Uh, I think uh, this is enough to to explain the difference between. Uh, a modern tragedy and uh, Aristotelian tragedy. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Uh, really you want to add something? I'll add something to, to, yeah. to finalize because uh, uh -huh. we talked a lot about tragedy today. Mm -hmm. So, um, in, in, in terms of tragedy, if you pay close attention to all the Greek tragic stories, all the tragic heroes, uh, for example, we care to mention Pandora, for example, Epimetheus, Prometheus, uh, Ispadon, etc., etc., etc. Romeo and Juliet. Every and one of King them, Lear, yeah. every one of them has uh, their tragic flaw is something related to their emotions. Either love, hate, envy, etc., etc., etc. Yes. So, uh, for example, you you talked about uh, Willie as a tragic hero. Anti-hero. As 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 a as a modern tragic hero or as a problematic as a problematic hero, so Willie was someone who was invested in 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 a cycle of time. He was he was fragmented into a period of time in which he invested his almost his energy. So when he got out of that frame of time, he got stuck into a state of confusion. He didn't know how to react to things because he had a belief in states of morals that the American dream is so purified in the imagination of others and in the, what, uh, what others have told him that what he, when he faced reality, he was really confused whether this is reality or am I just experiencing an illusion. So he couldn't really keep up with the flow of corruption and his internal dualism between ethics and unethics. Because he was, he was trapped inside his mind. Am I? If I want to be rich, I need to, to, to give up my own principles. But I can't do this because I was raised uh, well by my parents. And this is, for example, the author um, reinforces the idea that Willie belongs to something called the lost generation. Because they, they are an inclination of the world war. They are an extraction of the world war, and then when they came out of the world war, they faced reality with, uh, with a blended perspective that good and bad are distinct. However, when you go back to America at that time, 1929, you will think that good and bad don't exist. What exists mm -hmm. is... I do. Do I have the will to do this, mm -hmm. or do I not have the will to do okay. this? It's all about appearances and stuff. Like that. <coughs> yes, it's, it's all like about physicality. Same as the Great Gatsby. Ah, uh, yeah. Sing. Can I add something about uh, Willie? Willie's uh, intentions. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Willie uh, somehow stood moral in an, uh, in uh, a non-moral era. Yes. Or society or period of time. Okay, so uh, it's like uh, morality at that time, after the, 
in this new world uh, is like uh, was uh, was ignored mm-hmm. by people. It's like you're be, uh, it's like when you uh, when you become rich or y- you're rich mainly. Uh, it's like people doesn't care, don't, don't care, care yeah. don't care about how you got that money, okay? Whether corruption or you're a, you're a gangster or something, you're rich. I'll add something, okay? but, but you're rich. It's like you're rich. Dot. Okay. Exactly. He's rich. Yes. Uh, like Usama is rich. As, okay. the, the same yeah. as the the. The, the the one the, the that particular philosophy by uh, who's that who wrote uh, Nico, Nicholas Machiavelli Machiavelli he yeah. says that uh, the, the 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 results or the outcomes justify the means and uh, the, the, if we're talking for example from the, the the from the birth of a tragic perspective and we're going to mention Frederick Nietzsche of course he he says that it happens through the clash of good wills and evil ones so that resistance uh, triggers the existence of bad and good in terms of uh, in terms of ethical uh, prospection so for example if for, for, for example in modern society you find it if someone is rich and he goes to ask uh, the the hand of a woman to marry him And he has all the flaws, all the tragic flaws that any man can have. But those things are going to be disregarded because his status, his elevated status in society, because tragic hero has an elevated status. His elevated status is going to cover up for all the tragic flaws he has. And then she's going to accept because he has that power that drives the events in in terms of Uh, experimental life so his catharsis is going to be whether he's going to recognize his flaws or not or whether she's going to recognize his flaws or not because money does not sustain the ethical standpoint or stances in terms of human interaction it does not have that ability but it has the ability of alluring someone to believe fantasy or replace fantasy for reality. So for example, whatever he's going to provide for her is going to blind her sight. She's going to lose sight to the word and she's going to be blind to the truth itself. So this is what happens. The, the same example as the great Gatsby. He's someone who, who has a lot of fortune, but those who attend these parties don't really care because this is provided uh, the, the, that Euphoria, that really euphoric feeling. Oh my God, I'm having a lot of drinks. I'm having a party. Someone is dropping piano on the on the to roof. To the point that uh, and it goes the, on. They forgot who's uh, who's the. They don't even know who's the great Gatsby. Yeah, there is a passage in the yeah. first yeah, yeah, chapter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Nick Carraway asked asked a lady. Yeah. He told her who's the, that great Gatsby. A woman said he he killed a man once, which is a representation of corruption yeah. and then they say that he, he he's richer than god uh, see this is and uh, somehow the man uh, uh, the thing that uh, interests the man who asked mm-hmm. is the word rich 
You see, this, <laughs> okay. is, this is yeah. the problem. He's rich. I don't care if uh, he killed or uh, he's being killed or something like that. You get yes. it? <laughs> okay. This is the problem. Yeah, he's so, rich. So, uh, to finalize everything, uh, this is, this is uh, how it makes... Look, modern tragedy is something that can be applicable in almost every life span and life aspect. As I told you, the example of the one who can go and ask a, a girl to marry, the first thing they're going to ask you, do you have money, do you have a job, do you have a car, etc., etc., etc. And those are the characteristics of a, of, a, of a protagonist in terms of events. So they go linear. You, you present your materialistic, um, your materialistic stems, and then those materialistic stems are your characteristics that are going to lead your plot. In terms of uh, human interactions, okay. so when those events are led, uh, what you provide within those within the limitations of um, of vividness mm-hmm. uh, are going to contribute to whether your experience is something a strike of fantasy or strike of reality. So you often find a lot of people post things on social media. Oh, I love her cause, or I love him because he's, he's that and he's, she's he's that. Exactly. Whatever. So this is how it, how, how it goes. It goes as, um, as uh, your prepatia in terms of reversal. Mm-hmm. You find someone, you marry her, and then there is a reversal in the middle. Because shock reality. Boom. This is me. So it's a different debate. Okay, okay. So we're going to uh, finish so, uh, with the last. So here, thing. so here, uh, it's like uh, we're living in in uh, in a world of uh, in a superficial world. Mm-hmm. It's all about uh, appearances and uh, money, etc. Uh, like the example uh, you gave, uh, you just gave. Uh, I like him because. If you're living in a moral world, because doesn't exist in this example. Mm-hmm. I love him, period. Okay, sure, yeah. I love him. If, uh, uh, for example, uh, when when love, love, the word love uh, had uh, a real meaning. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't believe in it, to be honest. Yeah, you, you should believe in love because it's uh, it's something... For example, the world is ba- based on. We said I see that. It we as said. A tragic flaw. We said. To love just just give it. Just, for a man. No, nah, no. Nah, love exists. For me, it's, uh, I respect your opinion. For me it but, but, uh, but, but this world. I think that this world is based on love, uh, both love and hate. Okay? Hatred. Mm-hmm. Let's say hatred. Love. And hatred, okay? Mm. You have to, to uh, not create a balance, but compliment. Uh, try to love more than hate. more, and try to uh, hate le- less than uh, okay. Don't be a hateful uh, person. person, okay? Mm. Don't exaggerate in love because you. It uh, it won't be uh, a real love, okay? Don't exaggerate. Just just uh, tell your, the person you you like mm. that with time. I can I can love you, 
Okay. I'll give you that's my, my perspective. Uh, that's my perspective. I'll give you my take on okay. that because we're taking yeah. long. Yeah. Just to finalize things. Right. Um, a man's tragic flaw mm-hmm. is to fall in love. Because we are... I disagree. Uh, with uh, all due respect. Yeah, of course. Uh, Assuming people, uh, when they say with all due respect, they, <laughs> they, no, they because attack, okay? No, no, I'm not like that. I'm just the, kidding. This is, this is my opinion. Because uh-huh. a man's tragic flaw is, mm-hmm. is, is to love. Because you become weaker. Your system... Uh, becomes weaker. Your comprehension of a lot of things I think that, become weaker. Uh, I think that your adaptation of life becomes uh-huh, weaker. I get it. I get it. But I think that I can add something in here. Look, we're reasonable. Man, we're reasonable. Nah, we're nah, logical. Nah. We shouldn't fall in love. Nah, nah. We you're must right, never. You're fall both in love. right and wrong. Uh, with all due respect, okay. A man's try to to finalize this debate, okay. A man's mm-hmm. tragic flaw yes. is loving the wrong person. Period. I disagree. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I, I disa- said that. Because how are you going to know if the person is wrong or not? No, you can't decide that you, you love can, this person if, uh, if the relationship is, is, uh, is not successful. I disagree okay. as well. Because this is something you cannot control. Okay, we're speaking about Oedipus Complex, not right, love so, here, uh, okay? So, so guys, we're going to have another one where, which we're going to discuss this this subject because it's nah. getting heated up. So, uh, goodbye. Could you, you tell can, them goodbye? <laughs> goodbye. And uh, he can't change my mind. <laughs> he can't change mine either, so uh, good night. Good night.